Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High. Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Grant to us, Lord, we pray, the Spirit to think and do, the, do always those things that are right, that we who cannot exist without you may by you be enabled to live according to your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. Our first reading is from Kings. Elijah came to a cave and spent the night there. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, What are you doing here, Elijah? He answered, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they are seeking my life to take it away. He said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord for the Lord is about to pass by. Now there was a great wind, so strong that it was splitting mountains <clears throat> and breaking rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after a fire, a sound of sheer silence. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face <clears throat> in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then there came a voice to him that said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He answered, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left and they are seeking my life to take it away. Then the Lord said to him, Go, 
Return to your way to the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive, you shall anoint Haziel as king over Aram. Also, you shall anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And you shall anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat of Abel-Maholah, as prophet in your place. Whoever escapes from the sword of Haziel, Jehu shall kill. And whoever escapes from the sword of Jehu, Elisha shall kill. Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed down to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's read together Psalm 85, found in your insert. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying, for he is speaking peace to his faithful people and to those who turn their hearts to him. Truly, his salvation is very near to those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring up from the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. The Lord will indeed grant prosperity, and your land will yield its increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and peace shall be the pathway for his feet. The second reading is from Romans. Moses writes concerning the righteousness that comes from the law, that the person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith says, do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you on your lips and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified. And one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The scripture says, no one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how are they to call on one another in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, God. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. 
And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land. For the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is the ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me! Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Matthew's Gospel, we hear of a second time when Jesus is with his disciples on the sea. The first is recorded in Matthew chapter 8. Jesus and his disciples get into a boat. A storm arose and the waves swept over the boat, yet Jesus remained sleeping. In fear they woke him up, concerned that he was going to let them drown. Save us, they shouted. Jesus replied, You of little faith, why are you so afraid? Jesus stood up, rebuked the wind and the waves, even the fear of the disciples, and all was calm. What kind of man is this, they thought. Even the wind and the waves obey him. In today's reading, Jesus, with the help of the disciples, had fed 5,000 people. We did not hear this gospel last week because we had transferred the transfiguration. So just before this time, Jesus and the disciples had fed the 5,000 with two loaves, with five loaves and two fish. It was a long day, and all were tired. So Jesus made 
compelled the disciples to get into a boat and to head out and that he would join them. Jesus would dismiss the crowd and then go up to a mountain to pray, for he needed that time with the Father in the quiet of the night. Jesus went out to the disciples, according to another version of scripture, during the fourth watch, which is between three and six in the morning. Biblically speaking, strategic events took place during the night and morning watches. Today, we hear that Jesus walks on water, startling his disciples. He senses their fear moving from the waves and the wind to his presence before them. He speaks to them with compassion. Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Familiar words. They recognize his voice, don't they? But Peter's words, are they a challenge or a plea to Jesus? Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus tells Peter, come, come. We got this. Confidently, Peter gets out of the boat, but his focus moves from Jesus standing before him to the wind that is causing the waves, that is bringing him down, causing him to begin to sink. In fear, he pleads, Lord, save me. Jesus reaches out his hand to Peter. He asks Peter, why does he doubt? Where is his faith? Do you not remember the first time you were fearful in my presence? Do you not remember what I did for you? Remember that I am always with you. So they got into the boat, and the winds ceased. They knew who was with them this second time around on the sea. They knew that he was the Son of God, who comes with power to save and to calm. In the reading from 1 Kings, Elijah the Tishbite, a prophet of the northern kingdom of Israel, has come to the same mountain around which Israel camped following the exodus, the same mountain on which the Lord was revealed to Moses in the burning bush. But Elijah comes with fear, fear for his life. He believes that all the other prophets have been killed, 
and they are seeking him out. The people have also turned against the Lord. The Lord tells Elijah to go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. The Lord will be revealed to Elijah. But he is not told what to expect, but to go and wait. One after another, there is a great wind, an earthquake, and a fire. But Elijah does not sense the presence of God in any of these events. They are powerful, but the Lord is not there. What follows draws Elijah's attention. The sound of sheer silence. The thin space between heaven and earth where God is naturally encountered, where God's presence is felt. Those places that are identified as holy ground. The space to receive the work and the words of God. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle so as not to see God's glory and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. The voice of the Lord spoke to him a second time. What are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah repeats his words. He is in fear. All the prophets are killed. The people have turned against the Lord. What is he to do? The Lord responds with instructions to return to the northern kingdom and anoint a new king and a new prophet. The people who did not follow Baal will serve the Lord and listen to Elijah. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. The words of those who are sent out to proclaim to those who have never heard, who desire to hear and to believe that they too will call on the one, the name of the Lord to save them. I walk by faith, Bishop Charleston wrote, but I do not walk with my eyes closed. I am a witness to the living truth of a love so clear I cannot look away. Walk by faith and you will walk with eyes wide open both to what is without and to what is within. Amen.
page 358 in the Red Book of Common Prayer. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people are found on page 385 in your Book of Common Prayer. I ask your prayers for God's people throughout the world. For Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Jeff, our bishop, Mary, our priest, Jessica and Bob, our wardens, Connie, Deanna, Robin, Sharon, our vestry, and for this gathering. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, Inglesia Anglicana de Chile, in our community, all the Burlington area churches, Love, Inc., the Transitional Living Center, the World's Resource Center, I'm sorry, the Women's Resource Center, the Diocesan Hospitality Center, and for all ministers and people. Pray for the church. I ask your prayers for peace, for goodwill among nations, and for the well-being of all people. For those in the armed forces, and especially those deployed, Mikey Raina Manis. In our parish cycle of prayer, for Kenneth and Christine Porter, and Jerry Ramsey. Pray for justice and peace. I ask your prayers for the poor, the sick, the hungry, the oppressed, and those in prison. Pray for those in any need or trouble, especially for Joanne, Hervis, and Anastasia, Margie Beely, Jane Clothier, Sue Hollingstad, Wayne Herrick, Sharon Johnston, Sharon Johnson, Cindy Lawrence, Mary Nichols, Jerry Ramsey, David Toretta, Mike Winsack, and Jimmy Yanni.
I ask your prayers for all who seek God or a deeper knowledge of him. Pray that they may find and be found by him. I ask your prayers for the departed, especially Deacon Georgia Agner. Pray for those who have died. Praise God for those in every generation in whom Christ has been honored, especially St. John the Divine. Pray that we may have grace to glorify Christ in our own day. Almighty God, to whom our needs are known before we ask, help us to ask only what accords with your will, and those good things which we dare not, or in our blindness cannot ask. Grant us for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Page 360. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, Keep you in eternal life. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God. Thank you for joining the St. John the Divine podcast. If you're interested in worshiping with us, you can visit us at 9 a.m. at our church, which is at 216 East Chandler Boulevard in Burlington, Wisconsin. If you want to learn more about us, you can click the link in the description or visit stjohnthedivine.org. Just remember, we're the one in Burlington, Wisconsin, not the Cathedral in New York. Have a great day. Bye.